Just a note about this episode, the interview was conducted on January 31st of this year, 2020, and meant to be the first aired this year. That was before the pandemic hit, and I started experiencing technical problems, both of which led to us being off for seven months. Trey is supposed to get back with me regarding the follow-up interview to let us know how he's been doing and what's been going on since we last talked. Well, it's great to be back here on the air with Wonder Mag on air. And I, my guest today is Trey Oles, and he is, uh, did I pronounce that right, Trey? Yeah. Okay, and you are a uh, radio host yourself, and you were based in Louisiana, but are you now in Mississippi? Yeah, I've been in Mississippi for uh, three years now. So you've been doing your show from there? Yeah, I've been doing, uh, well, I've been doing my show uh, for six years total, so three years in Louisiana and three years in Mississippi. Okay, so tell everybody what the name of your show is and where they can find it first. Okay, well, my show is called the Trey Olds Radio Show, um, and it's streamed. It's online. You can find it on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Facebook. But the most easy way to find it is uh, YouTube. Just type in Trey Olds or Trey Olds Radio on YouTube, and uh, the channel with uh, the interview should pop up. Okay, now you, when, you, when this radio show started out, uh, it was mostly music. You were more or less a DJ, and then you you've, uh, switched over to interviews? Yeah, when I first started, which was in 
2013, um, I was a DJ, disc jockey. I played all kind of uh, music from Louisiana Cajun music to blues, jazz, country, all kind of the uh, good classic and the good music. And in 2015, or yeah, at the end of 2015, I kind of, not got bored, but you always want to switch up things a little right, bit. Right, sure. Like doing the same thing over and over. And um, I just started thinking, well, what other uh, genre of radio can I shift into? And then uh, after my head talk radio, interview radio. And I found um, that I would be interested in interviewing actors because by that time I was already getting into uh, high school, uh, well, junior high uh, theater and then a few uh, community theater uh, stuff. So I was interested in theater and acting and was getting started in it. And I figured even if I can just get a hold of local actors or maybe if I'm lucky, a few big actors and ask them questions, how do they get started in their career, and uh, what is their advice to others who want to get into the career and the business as well. Now, before we go any further, uh, in case people haven't picked up on it uh, with your, your voice, because you, you really don't, your voice doesn't give it away, I don't think, but uh, won't you tell people how old you are? <laughs> I'm 19. <laughs> You're 19 years old, and <laughs> how long have you been doing this? So well, you're probably, you're a veteran, yeah. <laughs> and you're not even old enough to drink. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's amazing. And then we're going to we're going to talk about the other amazing aspect, um, which you can tell us right now if you want to. Sure. Um, yeah, most people find it amazing as well or inspiring. Is uh, not only that I'm 19 and I started when I was 12 or 13, but I also have high-functioning autism, or uh, some people call it Asperger's syndrome. But, uh, oh, okay. Uh, it doesn't really have an official name. People right. used to call it Asperger's, now it's just high-functioning autism. So. <laughs> and, and you've told me, you know, we've talked off the air, you've told me that that's actually probably helped your career. Yes, it has. And um, don't get me wrong, there are some still... Uh, downsides to it, you know, not everything is uh, perfect, but the positive sides with my autism is, um, well, I feel like I'm more uh, outgoing, I approach people more, talk more, so, and I feel like the autism has kind of helped me with that, because when I was little, I was very shy, I was very uh, isolated, I didn't want to talk, and as I got older, um, I've learned ways through radio and acting to come out of my shell and approach people and talk more. And um, now, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about this. Uh, was it? Would you say? Would you say there's maybe more of an awareness about things with with your condition, and and you just seem to, you know, have more of an insight in, yeah. into into people and 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 their their interest. Yeah, you have more awareness of your surroundings and people around you and um, you're aware of things probably uh, even you don't know about yet, you know, but uh, you're always uh, just expanding and uh, you, like I said, I told you off the air a few days ago, um, 
you know, I'm very creative, and I met mm-hmm. a lot of people with autism who have a big creativity trait, and uh, they see what people without autism uh, don't see. You know, they sort of have like a, mm-hmm. a third eye or a, a sixth sense. Well, you know, this is great. I don't want to talk to you about uh, when you got started, which you said was about 2012 or 13, somewhere in there. Uh, you, you knew you want, you knew you wanted to do some kind of a radio show. So, what did you do first to, to make that happen? Well, um, even before that, I was always interested in comedy and radio and acting. And as I got older, the urge to get in the business or just figuring out what it was kept growing and I met a few people who were already in the radio business and uh, the voice acting business mm-hmm. and they said uh, you do have a great voice for radio and the voiceover work you should give it a try and uh, and in my generation the internet is uh, right yes. these days so that's been a saving grace for both of us yeah <laughs> Now, like me, you've also had some uh, regular radio experience, isn't that right? Yeah, I've been a guest on a few other radio programs. Uh, I was a uh, fill-in host for uh, a podcast. It's all online. I didn't go anywhere, but uh, Mm -hmm. it was a radio show in Indiana, and it's remarkable how the Internet can connect you all the way, you know, over there. And... uh, Appreciate it. I want to ask you too, Trey. Okay, I want to ask you, Trey, uh, because I think you're sort of like me and and the people I work with. We we have a love of nostalgia, and I want to ask you uh, who some of your guests have been, maybe some of your first guests and some of your more memorable guests. That's why I was saying maybe some names from the past. I mean, like I know, I'll mention one I know you've interviewed, and that was Ed Asner. Uh, 
So yeah. what, what sticks out about that interview in your mind, talking with him? Well, he was the first uh, actor that people probably, you know, he was a television name. Yes, he sure was. So he, yeah, he was the first big one I interviewed, and uh, he was very nice, very humble, and uh, shared a lot of advice and experiences. And um, this was on the on the telephone. You interviewed him on the telephone. Yeah, telephone. It's all on telephone. Okay, okay. Uh, I've never met any of these people in person. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, Ed, you know, Ed Asner, like I said, he was, of course, on the Mary Tyler Moore show, and he had his own, sh own show for quite a while, Lee Grant. And you, you uh, are you still doing your show on a regular basis, or just it's just sort of once in a while now? Or I used to do it. I used to do three interviews a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and it was all recorded, it, nothing was, you know, on live, on air, mm -hmm. and I slowed down a little bit because I got a little bit more busy with voice work and uh, community theater work and a few uh, independent film projects, and uh, interviewing kind of takes up a lot of my time, so I did have to slow down on that a little bit, but I still do interviews probably uh, two times every few weeks, uh, so I'm still busy with interviewing, I'm still active. And you say your shows, you could, you've got archives online people can go in and listen to. Yeah, all of my interviews are uh, on YouTube, um, I think it's uh, dated back um, to 2015. Some of my episodes of my music show when I was a disc jockey, not not all of them are on YouTube because, uh, unfortunately, some of those uh, were lost and I, mm -hmm. they weren't archived. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I did my show on a, on a site the first time around called Blog Talk, and they were pretty good about archiving all of your shows, but I'm not sure how many of those are still around. But, uh, you know, it just... Sometimes, you know, in the old days, we did live radio, and it was a one-time shot. If, you, if someone wasn't listening to the broadcast at the time, they just didn't hear it. So we have that. We have the option now of saving it forever. <laughs> but we may also save all of our yeah. flubs, too, if we make any mistakes. Yeah, that's a good thing about editing. You know, if uh, you have a technical issue or uh, something happens, you can always go back and fix it. I've never, I've never done a lot of that myself. I, I just sort of, you know, I, I worked in live radio for ten years, and I just sort of just let things go. But uh, like you said, we do, we do, we can go in and do that. But uh, sometimes it's kind of fun just to, it's, it, it sort of gives it the feeling of being live if you don't change it too much. But uh, have you ever had any 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 uh, thing on your on the air where you felt like, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're getting into a subject, or maybe we shouldn't, you know. You know what I'm trying to say? A taboo, or the person was maybe going in a direction you didn't, you didn't want them to go in. How do you handle that if it ever happened? Yeah, I've had a few, uh, not a lot, but a few uh, interviews like that, and I try to stay on the topic at hand. And um, I'm not aggressive or anything. <laughs> you know, I just try to be polite and say you, you stay on topic, and um, and they usually. Uh, listen and 
because a lot of the people I interview, they, you know, just talk, you know, they just like being interviewed and just talk off the rails, you know, and right. like that, but sometimes they forget uh, which direction they're talking. Of course, no, we, we have to have a structure to it, but it, it kind of helps in the fact that we're not tied to... Uh, you know, we have to be, you know, we, we have to go to a break at this exact time. And if the person is in the middle of a story, you have to cut them off because it's time for the commercial or time for the news break or whatever. But, you know, I don't guess you uh, have any sponsors that you have to, you know, be that strict about, do you? No, I don't have any sponsors. I did have a few when I was a disc jockey. Mm -hmm. um, but when I got to uh, interviewing, no. and it's better that way because I, you know, the more uh, time for the guest uh, to talk and uh, share their experiences. So That's the way I feel about I like it. That. Yeah, I do too. And then you talked about your acting, and of course, I guess some of your first, you said some voiceover work. What, where do you do some of that voiceover work? On the radio or or somewhere else? Yeah, radio and uh, YouTube and a few other uh, internet sites. Uh, most of my voice work is just narrations. Mm -hmm. uh, my voice like it is now, but um, I've done a few character or animation uh, voices. And you've been and, in some uh, local productions, I guess, of theater? Yeah, I did a few community theater stuff, and uh, people asked me online through YouTube and stuff, uh, could you do a voice for uh, our uh, program or podcast? And I'm, al I'm always delighted to uh, help others out, so... And it keeps me busy, so that's good. Yeah, and there's also the possibility, you said, you, you may come back and help us this summer we, when we uh, resume our old-time radio plays, which would be great if you want to help out doing that. Sure, yeah, I would be delighted to help you. Uh, anything I could do, sure. Well, if our phone if our phone connection is, is as good then as it is now, then I don't think we'll have any problem with it uh, because you can you know we can hear each other fine. So that's always the thing about especially if you're doing a script over the phone. You want to be able to hear when it's your time to speak. And I think it'll be all right. Uh, let's talk about some of your likes as far as, uh, you know, you talked about acting and voiceover work, but uh, you must have some kind of uh, likes beyond, uh, you know, your professional career. What do you like to do in your spare yeah. time as far as just for fun? Well, I'm very creative, so um, I like to draw and uh paint and I've written a little short uh, a few short stories and okay uh, that's good other stuff and uh, I'm a reader I like to read so I'm always creative and always in that sort of world you know drawing writing painting um, and that's also relaxing to me too mm -hmm. you know? that's great and you know that's I mean what what caused you to move to uh, Mississippi just family or well, um, I lived in Louisiana. Well, I was born in Louisiana, and we moved to Denham Springs, Louisiana, um, after Hurricane Katrina in 2005. And of course, that was a big storm, you know, where we lived. Oh, you Kansas. were you were there? That you were somewhere close by that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There must have been and, quite a bit of yeah. devastation there. I, I didn't. I haven't seen any of that, you know, firsthand. Yeah, um, I was little, but uh, we lived in a place, uh, 
I was born in a place called Beerus, Louisiana, and I lived there until Mm -hmm. uh, I was five when Katrina hit, and Beerus was completely wiped out with Katrina. Mm -hmm. It was um, devastating, and we moved to Denham Springs, Louisiana, and we stayed there until 2016 until our house flooded because they had a big flood Mm -hmm. in Denham Springs, so we always... it seems like we move all the time, you know. We always. Well, be, uh, being from Louisiana, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure at one point you you probably have visited New Orleans. Well, we never lived in New Orleans. Beerus is uh, close to New Orleans, and. Uh, well, I thought maybe you maybe you'd been there before. You know, yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. I just figure, you know, we Mardi Gras is coming up and everything. That's always a big, big thing down there. I've always liked to, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to go to that myself, but never have made it down yet. Well, Trey, I tell you what we're going to do. Uh, you know, you've got we got you on the line, and we're going to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, we've already got some songs picked out, and we're going to give you a chance to be a DJ again, at least for six songs. And okay. do you want to hear? I don't know how we want to do this. I guess we can just. Uh, let you introduce the song and uh, talk a little bit about why you chose that song, and 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 then we'll uh, play it, let our listeners hear it, and come back and talk about the next one. Uh, you got a couple by Frank Sinatra, and um, yeah, I, he must be one of your yeah. favorite artists. He, yeah, he's a he's a you know of course he's all time classic you know classy artist, and I just want to you know you tell me maybe a little bit about. What got you interested in Frank Sinatra? Okay, do you want me to list the songs in order when I emailed you the list, or? Uh, if if you want to, and then we can talk about them one by one. If you want to do that, I don't have I don't have the list in front of me right now. But if you have it there with you, that'd be great. Go ahead and just tell us what the songs are. Okay, yeah, um, a lot of Frank Sinatra songs. He's my favorite. Sang a lot. It's great music back in the day, you know, all the classics. Yeah, he sure did. One of my favorite songs is Blue Moon by Frank Sinatra. That's probably my uh, favorite, Blue Moon by Frank Sinatra. And um, so, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Frank Sinatra. Um, I got you under my skin. That was another great one. Uh, so you've got those two on your list, and I'm going. What I'm going to do now? I'm going to stop you just for a minute, Trey, because what I want to do is I want to play these two songs by Frank Sinatra, then we're going to come back and talk about the other songs. Would that be okay? Because you, sure. you've got it. You've got us. You've got us in the mood for Sinatra now, so we got to hear him. what I was there for. You heard me saying a prayer for 
sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near, in spite of a warning voice that comes in the night and repeats how it yells in my ear. Don't you know, little fool, you never can win. Why not use your mentality? Step up, wake up to reality. Okay, that was Frank Sinatra. Uh, he was a couple of songs by Frank Sinatra that Trey picked out. He wanted you to listen to as his, you know, time for being a DJ here on Wonder Mag on Air. And our next artist uh, is someone who was very closely associated with Frank Sinatra. In fact, he was part of the Rat Pack. Tell us about the next song and, and the singer, a little bit about the singer. Dean Martin, uh, and the song is Ain't That a Kick in the Head. And, yeah, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, they were both part of the Rat, rat Pack and uh, were good uh, pals and uh, both excellent singers and uh, had extraordinary talents uh, beyond singing, you know. Yeah, I, you don't, did, you, did you ever hear the story of how they became known as the Rat Pack? No. Uh, I, I was told that it came from Lauren Bacall you know, who was an actress and was married to Humphrey Bogart. Sure, yeah. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I'm sure some one of our listeners will probably call me after the show and let me know for sure. But um, if that's true, it, it, that'd be a kick in the head, you know. So here's a song. We're going to play this song, and we'll be right back. can one guy be I kissed her and she kissed me like the fella once said ain't that a kick in the head the room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back like the sailor said folks ain't that a hole in the boat my head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't no kick in the head The fellow once said, ain't that a kick in the head? Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go 
to sleep again, grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She's picked out a king-size bed. I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick. Tell me quick. Trey, what's next? The next song is, and these last two songs are just in, instrumental, no singing. Okay. Um, and it, the next one is Gerard Fried Jolly Days. He was a German uh, composer and uh, instrumentalist. I want to make sure, though, I don't think we were uh, recording. We uh, talked about uh, one, one by Peggy Lee. You said was the one mm -hmm. one they played was called Johnny Guitar. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna be playing those. See, I'm gonna go ahead and probably play those out, and then come back and uh, you know maybe have some final words with you and, and before we close out this interview. And it's been a lot of fun, but we've got a few more songs here to play from the selections of trails. <laughs> Ooh. 
So today I've been talking with Trey Oles, a Louisiana native who now lives in Mississippi. That's not too far apart. And he is a radio host on the internet, the Trey Oles Radio Show. He's been a disc jockey. He's been a talk show host. He's a community theater actor, does some voiceover work. And you you say you like to draw, you're, so you're, you're an artist as well. Um, something else you said, you know, I think... You're just an all-around gifted person, sounds like, Trey. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Gifted or creative or whatever folks want to call it. Well, yeah. sometimes they call us other things, but that's that's uh, not for our, you know, that's for them. We don't have to worry about it, you know, and we don't want people to, if they're envious of us, then that's that's their business. But what what's, what you got anything coming up on the air in the, in the near future or anything you want to talk about that's really on your mind before we close out? Um, let's see. I don't have any upcoming interviews uh, that I know of. I might have a few. Pen, I have a few pending, but nothing's for certain mm-hmm. scheduled. Um, I have a few uh, acting gigs coming up. Um, in a few months, I know I'm doing uh, some sort of independent film during the summertime. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, Ooh, movie work. Yes. Say again. I said that's some movie work. You're going to be in the going to be in a movie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, 
a little independent film, um, and my role is just all online. Oh, know, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. All the video or voice um, digitized, and um, but the producer, he's in uh, Seattle, Washington, and it's, uh, I really can't say much about it because it's still kind of mm -hmm. uh, the works. So, uh, I uh, can't really say much. But well, yeah, I understand. Sounds like you're a person. You're you're definitely going to be staying busy, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be, you know, when you get things lined out, get back into regular interviews. We 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 normally take a break. We've not had any shows since October, and we're just now starting to get back into them. And we like to don't go six to eight months and then take a short break. And, you know, so people don't get tired of us, maybe. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I'm glad to have you on for my first interview of this year, of this decade. And I hope, that, you know, that you're around a long time doing what you love to do. And, it, you know, sometimes that's all we really get out of it is just, just the satisfaction of knowing we're really, you know, making a difference and doing something that people like and we like doing ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh... You have to have fun in life. Life is not always easy, but you have to learn and adapt to have fun and focus on the positive side. Because uh, if you just focus on the negative, uh, that, that's not good for you or anyone around you. Well, I feel like now that since I've interviewed you on the air and, and uh, we, you know, we, we know that we're we have the same interest and we're trying to keep the same feeling of old time radio alive, that that you're one of us and you're welcome to you know call us anytime you want to you, you know how to contact me you know online we know we, we know how to get in touch with each other and i'm going to be i'll let you know when we got something coming up as far as plays something that you might be a part of and if i could help you any way on your show let me know and i'll be, be glad to help you out and, you know come on or talk or, or maybe help you line up guests or whatever well, thank you. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. And, uh, and I guess you know how to find us on, on air. We're, we're a Wonder Mag on air. We, we're heard on Anchor. And it's and Anchor shares their, um, their broadcast with several sites, including Apple and and um, Spotify. And I'm not sure. There's, there's, probably, there's probably seven or eight different sites that they share with. And you, there's, you shouldn't have any trouble finding it. Plus, I, I always... Uh, I always put it on my Facebook page. So my guess is that, you know, in a couple of weeks, this, this interview is going to be on the air. And, you know, you'll, you'll be even more famous. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, I'll definitely check out more of the house if you need any help. And uh, uh, I'll be available uh, and help in any way I can. <laughs> Okay, Trey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to officially uh, wish you a great day, and we will be talking again. Do you host your own podcast? If so, I'd like to help you promote your show. You can contact me, Denny Reese, at Wandering Press, Post Office Box 153, Grayville, Illinois, 62844, or call me 618-375-1367. That's 618-375-1367. You can email me at wandermag2003, that's W-A-N-D-E-R-M-A-G, the number 2003, at yahoo.com, and I'll talk about it on the air. I'll let you talk about it on the air. So if you've got a podcast, you, you do one on a regular basis or part-time basis or 
just let us know because we'd like to hear about it and I'll, I'll be glad to promote you free of charge. Thank you. That's it for episode 83. This is Denny Reese and I hope you'll join us again for another episode of Wonder Mag On Air. It's a still life watercolor of a now late afternoon as the sun shines through the curtain lace and shadows wash the room and we sit and drink our coffee couched in our indifference like shells upon the shore you can hear the ocean roar in the downward conversation and the superficial sighs the borders of our lives and you read your Emily Dickinson and I my Robert Frost and we note our place with bookmarkers that measure what we've lost like a poem for the return We are verses of rhythms Couplets of life In syncopated times And the dynamic conversation Of the superficial signs Of the words of our lives Yes, we speak things that matter with words that must be said can analysis be worthwhile is the theater really dead and how the room is softly faded and I only kiss your shadow I cannot feel your hand you're a stranger now unto me Lost in the dangling conversation At the superficial signs In the borders of our lives